Well, we're going to talk about something light and airy like regrets. Oh, the lightest and airiest of conversations. I thought it'd be great right before the holidays. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Lost Art of Parenting. We are here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you're doing and why so that you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jesse Mayer. I am your host, but we cannot do this without the one, the only, Kim Cross. How are you? I'm good, Jesse. How are you? I'm wonderful. Well, good. I'm glad because today's topic is kind of heavy. Heavy? Okay, well, we'll start off with, can we start off fun? Can we be happy? We can, um, sure, we can be happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to actually give a lot away today. How's that for happy? Okay, that sounds pretty happy That's to me. So what are we talking about? Today. Even though the topic is crazy. Well, we're going to talk about something light and airy like regrets. Oh, the lightest and airiest of conversations. I thought it'd be great right before the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I was learning about com the four common regrets that people have in their life. And I thought, wow, I could apply this to parenting. Okay. So here we go. You ready? I'm ready. All what right. are the four common regrets that most people feel? Okay. So you. The first one is foundational regrets, meaning we didn't get the education or we didn't prepare for our future properly. Okay. So things like, you know, investments for retirement or investing in our health and we pay a price later and we have regrets. Mm -hmm. So those are foundational. Okay? okay. Number two is boldness, meaning we didn't take healthy risks uh, with confidence in order to acquire something or to do something. So we missed out on something and we, we regret that we weren't bold and took a healthy risk. Okay. So we missed opportunities. The third one is relationship regrets, meaning they're not intact anymore. We didn't keep them healthy. They're awkward. Um, and we have regrets. That's a big one over relationships in our life. Okay. And the fourth one is morality, meaning we regret doing things that have impacted our life in a very negative way. So we have foundational, we have boldness, we have relational and morality. Correct. Um, okay. I mean, I can kind of think of different things in my life as you kind of briefly skimmed over those. I'm sure we're going to dive a little deeper into them, but I can already see things in all of those that I've had regrets at one time or another. About, I think so. we all have, right? So, yeah. That's why they're so common. Yeah. I think we've uh, all that is it. why they're common because <laughs> most people can relate to them. So let's start with the foundational regrets. Yeah. And, and this and is going to be toward parenting. Okay. Yeah, so, because that's a whole other podcast in general. Right. But just to kind of give it a framework of these are the four things that we regret. Obviously, that's going to spill over into a lot of things in our mm -hmm. lives. And I, because I'm a parenting coach, of course, I'm always filtering through parenting. I have no parenting regrets currently. So that's... <laughs> Gosh, you're doing so I'm well. I'm so good I'm so right now. you. <laughs> All right. So foundational regrets for parenting, meaning the lack of education or preparation for the future. So I listed off four here. I said one of the biggest regrets would be not having early knowledge and application skills, meaning what do I do, when, and how do I do it? So developmental stages of kids, teaching instead of yelling, 
right? Right. Consequences instead of punishment. Conflict resolution instead of avoidance. So those are some those are some things that I know a lot of parents look back and go, mm, wish I would have done that. Well, and do you see that? I would assume you see that even just from one kid to another. You're like, oh, I learned a lot on that one. We're going to try something very different on the next one. <laughs> and then your second kid is so different from the first that they actually give you a whole new set of, There's of a whole new challenges. <laughs> so, you know, you look at certain people that are up on five or six, and they they probably have a pretty decent they wrangle do. on it by They've then, right? They've got a large repertoire of, <laughs> of ideas. Many right? experiments ran. Yes, exactly. Um, the other one I listed down for foundational regrets was not making my family a priority. So that work-life balance. Mm, I could see that in, especially for men, I'm assuming that's probably a really big one that they probably run into a lot, but women as well. Now that there, there's a lot more people, dual more income. women working. Yeah. Just dual income houses these days. That's probably one that's running into a lot, but that's probably been one for a long time for men that they need to find that balance. Right? Yes, absolutely. And I put in there under f- making family a priority that it's a God centered home, not mm. a self centered home or a child centered home. You're going to do a lot better if God's in charge, right? Absolutely. Okay. The third one I said, not bonding or having fun. So many parents are so busy that they're they're constantly telling kids what to do. We got to go here. We got to get in the car. We got to, you know, it's like a checklist every day. An employee they're, schedule rather yes, than a family. And forgetting to have fun and enjoy one another. Mm. And that's a big regret for a lot of people because you can't get that back. And the last one under foundational regrets, I put not preparing our kids to launch successfully. Okay. That's a big one. So I didn't do my job well as a parent. We see, we see a lot of that these days with kids who are living with their parents far beyond what the traditional age was, right? Exactly. Yeah. Or they just don't have the skills or the confidence or competence to get out there and, and, and do it. Okay. Well, let's move into some boldness regrets. Okay. What, what kind of boldness are people running into and feeling like they didn't have enough of? Right. So boldness, again, taking healthy risks with confidence and not missing out on opportunities. So not allowing my kids to fail. I know this is a crazy thing to say, but kids need to fail so they learn from their mistakes. Mm. And I see too many parents that don't let their kids, never a safety issue like, you know, they're going to... Running into a traffic. Yeah, they're going to die, right? We don't want that, obviously. But not allowing their kids to learn from their failures and learn from their mistakes is a big one. Okay. Because then they turn 18, they're an adult, and now they're learning those mistakes. It's it's huge consequences, big price tags. Absolutely. Too late. Um, the second one, not being clear on my values and my convictions as a parent, and then not teaching them and role modeling them to my children. Mm. In other words, I'm not bold about what I believe in. I'm not bold about standing firm in my values. And the, the regrets are I let culture or social media or their peers teach them that huge mistake. Absolutely. And then the last one, not being bold about sharing my faith with my kids and my teaching my kids about God's truth, not just cultural truth in quotes or my right. truth, right? So those those were big for me with parenting. Yeah, I think, I mean, even myself, I could see being worried about the letting kids fail. I've seen that even just in my my interns, like as I'm training or um, when I was training with students, I had a lot of students when I was teaching dance, same thing where I want them to succeed every time and there's just times where you have to kind of let them fail because if you always catch their mistakes then they're never learning them and they're like well someone else will always do it and they just sort of let it 
happen, yeah. path of least resistance, right? And so having that boldness to go, okay, this is a safe place for you to fail so that you can be better prepared in the future, I think is is really important. And we, I, people misinterpret this often, but hear me clearly. We learn th- by suffering. Mm. We suffer paying a price uh, for a speeding ticket. Right. We suffer not eating. We go hungry. We didn't study. We get a bad grade. Negative reinforcement. Well, it's not reinforcing. It's actually learning. Wow, I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll move into to relationship regrets. This is a big one. We all have regrets with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So in parenting, it's a huge one because you're the biggest influence that your kids have. Mm -hmm. And to look back over your life and go, okay, I was born, I worked, I died. Mm -hmm. Where is the joy? Where is the meaning and purpose of that? Right. So relationships are what it's all about, particularly relationships between parents and children. So not keeping relationships healthy and respectful and intact is something that weighs on people more than almost anything. Mm -hmm. So I had four or five here. I said, not keeping communication open and honest, both directions. So allowing your kids to be honest, saying things that maybe you don't particularly want to uh, hear, but you need to, right? Um, And then the other one was not practicing or expecting mutual respect and kindness. We can um, practice it ourselves, but sometimes we don't expect it from our kids. It needs to be a two-way street, just like communication. Okay. The other one was not producing fruit of the spirit. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Those are huge things we should see in our families. And these need to be taught and demonstrated. Mm. And they need to be expectations in the home. Just like, oh, well, you know, just let it go or they'll grow out of it or oh, they'll learn it someday or they'll get it elsewhere. Mm -mm. This happens. It starts in the home. And when you don't have those things, fruits of the spirit happening between you and your children and in your home as a family, that is a huge regret for people. It's hard to get back. Okay. The other one I said was uh, using hurtful words or actions. That was zero tolerance in my house. Okay. Period. So you would never use words or actions, physical, that would cause anybody harm. We came down pretty swift on that so that that didn't kind of loosen up after a while and then it just sort of turned into sarcasm and then pretty soon it's name calling and then it's something worse. Right. That was taught early and it was a very firm line. Okay. Okay. And the other relationship regret that I put on here is not listening to your kids enough. We need to listen more than we speak. Mm. And so many parents make the mistake of getting into lecture mode and not listening enough. And kids really need that. Okay. Yeah, I could see a lot of that being harmful and potentially harmful and how they communicate with their siblings and how it plays out in their future relationships as well. Right. Yeah. We set that standard, set that standard really early and it could be a major regret if you're not careful of some of those key moments. Yeah. They become really bad habits and then become acceptable and Mm -hmm. that's just really not acceptable anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about morality. So morality regrets in parenting, meaning doing things that impact your life in a negative way and you wish you hadn't done it. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So as parents, we are their moral compass. We have to teach morality in the home. Otherwise, we've talked about it many times. They'll get it elsewhere, and that's probably not a good idea. So not teaching, as simple as not teaching your kids right from wrong, is Mm. a big regret for parents. 
I wish I would have been more firm about not doing drugs, not lying, not stealing, not whatever. Okay. That's huge. Not role modeling and teaching the right things early and often. You can't just say it once and say, oh, it's a one and done. We covered right. that. It needs to be covered early and often because morality is formed in children very, very young. And that's something that keeps going as they have more life experience. They run into more situations yes, and opportunities. Absolutely. This needs to be addressed over and over throughout their, their time with you. Mm. Okay. So that's an 18 year process, right? The other one I um, jotted down here was not correcting bad behavior. It's a big regret for parents. They tend to either ignore it or excuse it or dismiss it. And then they find themselves so far down the road, it's almost impossible to correct. Okay. It's not impossible. I can help you with that. But it becomes more difficult the longer you wait and let it go. Um, not holding to God's unchanging truth, meaning... It's you're not your personal truth again, or your opinions or culture's opinions or the trends that come in and out of our social media and our news and our movies and our music and everything else. But that unchanging truth and holding to that and clinging to that as a family is huge. A lot of, mm. a lot of parents regret not teaching God's commandments and that morality from him. And then not role modeling for our children. Darn it, that's us. We're held accountable, aren't we? Yep. We have to behave. So they're watching you so, so carefully. So doing the right thing, not just saying the right thing. In fact, I just had in my office today a, a mom who said, well, I just tell my kids, do as I say, not as I do. And I said, it doesn't work that Not way. great. <laughs> not great at all. Not good. <laughs> So, I mean, let's talk about overall goals. I mean, we've talked about all of these different regrets. What are, what should we be striving for? Yeah, if, if I could just sort of summarize it all um, for parents, here's what I would say I want for you, for your children. I, this is what I want for your children. I'm not their mom. I'm not their parent. But this is what I would want for you, having uh, raised two kids and being on the other side of it. Okay, mm. So I want your children to understand that they love you and you love them and that they need to respect you and you respect them. So that love and respect that goes both directions, that needs to be in place. I want your children to know they're loved by God and by you, no matter what, meaning unconditional. Right. They're going to mess up. Guess what, mom and dad, so are you. Mm -hmm. But we can show grace and forgiveness and we can still love each other unconditionally, even when we mess up, right? I want your kids to know that they can, meaning they have that confidence and competence to know that even when it's difficult, they can do it. They believe in themselves because you believe in them. So you encourage your kids a lot and empower right. them to know that. I want your kids to want to be with you. We always say this in the intro, even when they don't have to be, mm -hmm. because a lifetime relationship with your children, there's, I don't think, anything more valuable I think that's just, that, that's the end goal, right? Absolutely. Everybody loves each other and wants to spend time together. And then I want your kids to know that you will correct their behavior. You will teach them because you love them. You're doing that because you love them and you want them to know better so they can do better, so they can launch successfully into life. So, I mean, we, the kind of the premise of this, this show is really, I'm not a parent yet. Right. And so this, list of regrets you've given us are really kind of like a checklist of things I should be watching out for as I step into parenthood. But there's parents that are listening ideally already that are going, okay, 
what should I be worried about? Maybe they have one expected. Maybe they already have started the parenting. What should, and we've given them basically a checklist of don't do this, right? Or mm-hmm. be aware of these things, right? Or if you're doing them, look at maybe changing that behavior. So talk to me more about what, what these regrets really should be in these parents' lives, future or current. Right. So uh, I guess I would frame it as here's what I don't want for you or your kids. Okay. Okay. So I don't want you to feel powerless as a parent. You need to learn. You need to get the skills. I hear all the time. I don't know what to do. So I've done nothing. Or I've gone out into the internet and I've done all, found all these different ways. So I'm just going to try a whole bunch of them and experiment. Shotgun approach. Shotgun approach. And they're just failing, failing, failing. Nothing's working. Pretty soon they get frustrated. They throw up their hands and go, this doesn't work. Mm. I can help you with the things that are research-based, proven to work. So don't go in feeling powerless and without any skills. That's, that's a really dangerous way to do it. You can't just wing it anymore. Okay. Absolutely. The world's too complicated for that now. I don't want you to feel that you're the bad guy, meaning I feel like I'm always the one who's getting angry or I'm the one who's um, holding them accountable all the time and they're mad at me. Well, if they're mad at you or let me back up, if they're frustrated, disappointed or inconvenienced or don't like that you have rules, too bad. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to life. That's part of the deal. But if you feel like they don't like you, meaning they hate you, there's a lot of broken relationship, broken communication, broken respect. We've got an issue. And it means that their decisions aren't the bad guy. You've become the bad guy. Mm. We can turn that around because okay. otherwise that'll be a huge regret. I don't want you to count the days until they're out of the house. And I don't want your kids to can't wait to get out of the house. That's not a good scenario. And if you're there, we can fix that. We can turn things around. Okay. I don't want you to feel like your children were not prepared to launch. I don't want you to parent out of fear and then start to panic toward the end as they're launching out of the house thinking, oh my goodness, they're never going to make it. Mm. That should be taken care of along the way as you go. And I can help you with that. What stages do they need to know things at? What do they need to know? How are they going to learn those things? It's okay. How do you recover from mistakes? Those are big, those are big deals. Okay. I don't want your kids to be afraid to launch. Mm. So many kids now I'm hearing don't want to get a driver's license. uh, Don't want to go get a job. They feel like they're so ill prepared and they're afraid to make mistakes. So if I can't do it right, I won't do it all. Mm. Not, not a good scenario. And then last but not least, I don't want you to regret not spending the time that you could have with your kids. Okay, I said that earlier, but that's a big one. Well, and I think just overall, this is basically a warning list, right, of things that could happen that you may or may not be doing or could or could not be doing. And so I think it's really important to look at these this time that we've spent today as an opportunity for you to really do a self-check, right? Mm -hmm. Look at what you've done as a parent or what you're thinking about doing as a parent. Do I have a plan for this? How am I planning on not regretting spending enough time with them or prioritizing work over my family. Like what is your plan in these scenarios to avoid? Yeah. Being intentional and having a plan. And if you don't have one, let's start making one. And Kim can help you with that. You can meet with her. She can help you avoid a lot of these parenting regrets we've talked about by getting the knowledge early in the skills, right? We go back mm-hmm. to the foundational regret of I wasn't prepared to be a parent, so I was a bad parent. No, let's instead get you prepared. And if you're already in the parenting thing, it's not too late. You can still course correct. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you need to be able to live with confidence and boldness, knowing that you're a good parent and that you're trying your best and that you're prepared to do it. And you're not going to have 
an entire list of regrets. You're, I think inevitably you're going to have some regrets, well, we all right? Make, we all have you regrets. Can't be, there's no perfect parent, right, right? Right. But there's an opportunity to reduce how many regrets are on your list. Right. And that's by making a plan and being intentional. And that might include and should probably include an appointment with Kim, right? She's local here in Boise. So she meets with people in person. If you're not local to Boise, she can do a phone call. Um, there's some opportunities to do some remote stuff as needed. And so please go visit RethinkParenting.com and 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 get an appointment with Kim so that she can help you minimize the amount of regrets on your list and you can just maximize the amount of joy you have from being a parent. And Jesse, you know, the other thing I would add to that, because that's also good, is that when you change your parenting skills, you are making an impact generationally. Mm. You're not just raising great children. That's going to up the odds that your children will raise good children. That means you're generationally affecting your grandchildren yes. or and beyond, right? And it raises the quality of the people we're putting out into the world, raises the quality of your life as a parent because you are living with fewer regrets. Mm -hmm. And really the ultimate person that pays the price is the child. Right. So you are having a huge impact on the quality of your children and grandchildren's lives. This is really important. Well, and I hear the grandchildren part is the best part of being a parent. So I think if you get yeah. them to uh, happy, enjoyable grandchildren, then you just benefit all around. Yeah, so. they don't live you, with you either. Yeah, you get to just <laughs> hand them back. That's why I like being Uncle Jesse is I get to just hang out with them for a short periods of time. And, and here, you, here go. you go. So thank you guys so much for joining us here on the lost art of parenting i think this was a great topic like kim said it was a little heavier topic yep. but it is definitely uh, so a really encouraging point for you to look at and decide what regrets do i have and what things can i change now and what things can i do better in the future so thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you next time here on the lost art of parenting